With David Samuel from uh, Eyesight Optician, if you don't know them, uh, they haven't actually got their sign up yet. They're just on the corner from the uh, opposite the church here and the HSBC Bank. David, welcome to Brookner's Radio. Now, you started, the or the business started in, you were saying, 1984. Uh, yes, indeed. It's our 30th birthday. Um, Congratulations. we're all off out to celebrate on the weekend. <laughs> somewhere nice, somewhere local? Um, yep, we're going... Um, uh, I think these guys here, each branch is going to go to a different local venue that they mm-hmm. uh, support, an independent of course. Uh, restaurant or something of like course, that to yeah. celebrate. You being an independent optician as well? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Right, tell us a bit about Eyesight. Um, well, we kicked off in 1984, fairly traditional opticians, and um, uh, we've gradually grown slowly from there. We've got five branches now across the south, uh, Oxford, Winchester, and Reading and Brighton, and Weybridge is our new acquisition. Um, which we've just taken over from um, Mr. Stephen Lloyd, mm-hmm. uh, who served this community, I think, for about 25 years. Yeah, a long time, years, yeah, a long time, um, yeah. So, um, I seem to have always seen that sign up outside the shop every time I've driven by, and I've lived here for some 27 years now. So Yeah, no, we met, yeah. uh, we met about 20 years ago, Stephen and I, at, um, mm-hmm. when I was organising a Vision Aid overseas charity mm-hmm. event, so our chosen supported charity. Um, and, uh, yes, he gave us a call earlier in the year and said it's time to... Hang up his ophthalmoscope and pass, <laughs> pass, the, pass the business on to younger people. So here Fair we are. Enough. And here you are to provide a service to uh, Weybridge. Yep. Perfect. Now, I've got some points here that um, I was sent. Um, I thought by your PA, you tell me you've written all this so you know what's on here already. And the importance of technology that you've got. I mean, I must admit, I've looked at all these things and I've read them. And I might as well be reading another another language, to be quite honest. Um so it's optomap. Presumably, that is sort of mapping the 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 eye. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of um, there's been a lot of investment these days into um, looking out for eye disease, catching it as early as possible, right? Yeah. So you can treat it. And um, and uh, those of you who've had your eyes tested will know that the optician at some point shines a little light in your eye and kind of gets you to look up and down. And uh, mm-hmm. that's a bit where you see your blood vessels kind of yeah, flashing away. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, that little light kind of was designed to look at the, all the blood vessels in the back of your eye. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, in the last sort of 20 years, they've invented a thing called a retinal camera, which now takes a photograph of it. Um, but the new technology, such as Optimap and OCT, actually does what you said. It takes a much wider field of the view of the back of the eye right. and kind of maps it out so we can sort of so we can save the images. And each time you come in, we can then compare it to the previous images and catch stuff Good. You know, so, nice and early. So. I'm a diabetic, so every year I have to go and sit in a hospital and have pictures taken of my eyes yep. and then get called back and said, you've got this dreadful disease with your eyes and spend yep. 10 minutes in there to be told there's nothing wrong with them, but we have to get you back anyway. Yep. So would Optimap be an, op- uh, an alternative to that, sort yeah. of going to your local optician rather than going to a huge hospital, sitting in amongst loads of people, waiting ages and going home none the wiser? It would be. In fact, in a um, uh, branch in Oxford, we actually do the camera work for the local hospital. Right. Um, so they actually send the people to... To us, we do the camera work on our uh, on our camera, and mm-hmm. then we send the images off off to them, which is a bit more convenient because people can make it an is. appointment when they want to come in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but the difference with an Optimap, as opposed to the pictures that you have taken, if you can imagine, uh, if you imagine a dartboard, and the kind of the central zone is what a retinal camera would take. Right. Uh, well, the Optimap would would show you the whole dartboard. Okay. So the difference is we can see right out to the edges, and often that's where things start. That's a bit that. That's a bit that helps us get stuff early, is seeing right, right yeah. up to the edges. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay, and it's about the issue of damaging effects of UV light. Yep. Yeah. I think anybody who 
has not worn sunglasses in the sunlight for many years is well aware of that problem. Is this something you would uh, pick up from uh, an examination of the eye or is it just advice you give people sort of wear decent UV protection if you're out in the sunshine? Absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of talk about UV just for not just for your eyes, but for the general um, Mm. generally anyway. Um, And one of the things we've discovered over the last few years is um, is nobody really talks about UV in terms of eyes. Opticians tended not to really talk about it. Um, so what we encourage people to do now is to sort of bring their sunglasses in when they come for an eye exam mm-hmm. so we can just check them out. Most sunglasses these days do absorb all the right ultraviolet right, yeah. light. Um, it's very difficult for a manufacturer to to make some because they wouldn't be uh, they wouldn't be allowed if they didn't absorb UV. Yeah, and they couldn't. But there's, um, there's a lot of talk about um, protecting your eyes using UV blocking contact lenses and other other products. It's just a question of understanding, you know, what's out there and what's available. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. I mean, I must admit, I have to wear sunglasses all the time if it's even remotely bright out there. Yep. I, wonder, I suppose I'm doing the right thing by doing that. Provide. I mean, I've always worn UV Polaroids all my life. I wear prescriptive sunglasses now, and I've got UV lenses in those so i guess i'm doing the right thing is that the correct thing to do yeah, yeah you're, definitely, you're definitely yeah. protecting your eyes um there's also um quite a bit um of talk these days about blue light as well that sort of uh, iphones and, oh. and and computers give out yeah um, especially um uh, since people sit and uh, they look at their tablets and then go to bed and find they can't sleep because they're wide awake yeah absolutely and a lot of that is to do with the light that's emitting from those that are actually waking you up does it stimulate your brain that it, it does indeed it's almost like um it's it's almost equivalent to when daylight comes in through your window you wake up right um and okay. there's actually um there's lenses spectacle lenses out there now that have coatings on that specifically absorb that the, the <sighs> wavelength of light to, to stop that so there's it's amazing there's all sorts of stuff going on that um that we can sort of tell people about and 30 years ago none of that would have been in existence would it we wouldn't have even known about no, it no yeah. absolutely so would that be I'm pointing, I'm pointing, you can't see me, I'm pointing at a screen here that we have that has a lot of stuff that we use on our playout system. That is, it's not flashing as such, but the outline is on and off, on and off the whole time. Would that have a similar sort of effect to this, this light coming off a tablet or? It depends on the, on the tablet. What you find is with tablets and computers, it tends mm. to be the backlit screens. Right. That are the ones that, um, uh, that, that have this. And it's not, um. You know, it can't be said to be harmful. There is research going on mm-hmm. into, you know, macular degeneration and other eye diseases yep, and whether yep. it's linked. Yeah. But um, uh, I wouldn't be able to say, if you get two <laughs> surgeons on your show, one of whom would say it say does yes. and one say it doesn't. So I'm not going to um, advise anything with that. But certainly, mm-hmm. um, you know, mm-hmm. I've, I've worn some lenses myself because mm-hmm. I wear specs that, yeah. that do this. And I, I find my eyes are more restful if I've been wearing my specs than if I haven't. Mm. Good. I mean, I, I'm short-sighted, so I don't really wear my glasses when I'm in here um, because they were prescribed as bifocals, and I can't get on with them. Right. I really can't get on with them. It's a, it's a miss, I think, a miss um, prescription, wrong prescription. But um, right. I find as I've got older, my eyes are changing anyway. Is that a normal thing that would happen? If I, I was dreadfully short-sighted. I am now less short-sighted than I was and I seem to be getting less and less short-sighted every time my eyes are tested yeah is that a, a natural thing to happen it is one of the things that um again one of the things that happens is um depending on how much time you manage to get chatting to your kind of optician after your yep. test will will tell you how much you know about your eyes and there's a there's one phenomenon called um presbyopia which happens 
kind of mid-40s, really. That's when you first start needing glasses for reading if you've never had glasses before. Mm-hmm. And that actually, <clears throat> over the next sort of five or six years, that prescription will deteriorate quite rapidly and le- level out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's what leads to the myth that people think, once I get one pair of glasses, they've made <laughs> my eyes weaker and I need another oh, yeah. pair and they've made yeah. my eyes weaker. Yeah. In fact, your eyes do go between sort of 45 and 55. Your reading, your ability to read does distinctly get worse right. over that period of time um and it levels out so um so after that what happens after, after that it tends to tends to plateau out a little bit and then you'll be wearing your bifocals all the time good <laughs> we do get people coming in saying oh, my eyes were fine until you gave me these glasses yeah. and now they got worse and the reason i ask that is because i'm just the other side of the 55 bracket so <laughs> yeah, you should find now it starts to settle down a bit and well then... that's why i say it's over the last few years and i'm finding that my eyes are more and more tolerant to not needing the glasses yeah tolerant is the right word i'm not yeah. sure it is amazing i mean those of you out there who, who wear spectacles say people who wear spectacles for driving mm-hmm. um the first time they put them on they'll sort of wow they'll see leaves on trees and that kind yeah. of stuff which they never saw before <laughs> yes and the minute they take them off they'll think wow isn't everything blurred mm. but it's all just a relative to what your brain's getting used to i used to work in a factory uh, years ago and we've got neon lights here but we had bank upon bank upon bank of these lights in the factory in my eyes I hadn't realised how much my eyes were deteriorating. It might just have been age as well. But when I went to actually get some glasses, and they were fitted the first time, I was walking around the um, the opticians, and I was. it was almost as if the lights had been turned up in, te- in intensity. Everything I could see, it was. I really felt that my brain wasn't coping with it for the first five, ten minutes I was wearing the glasses. And I was sort of staggering around like a zombie. Was that a normal thing to happen, or is, is that yeah, just your, me? Your, your brain's an amazing work of art, really. It, is. it can cope with all sorts of things. I mean, I remember when mm. I first wore glasses, I was about 20 years old, mm-hmm. and I thought my eyes were fine. Um, and I went in and I got my, um, I got these glasses, and I even wor- I worked in opticians then, so that was me <laughs> even working in an optician when I was a trainee all those years ago. And I just remember walking outside and seeing bricks on the edge of buildings. And before that, <laughs> obviously, I was thinking buildings were just a massive, massive concrete, of concrete, yeah, and the leaves absolutely. on the trees. One, and if you if you speak to people mm-hmm. who just started wearing glasses, they're the kind of things they say. And you, um, there's a lovely story on um, which uh, J- Jason Manford, his daughter, went to mm-hmm. the auditions. It's uh, it's been tweeted around at the minute. She's just got a pair of glasses, and uh, she looked and said, "Wow, isn't look at all those patterns in the sky?" <laughs> and um, she was actually describing clouds. Yeah, absolutely. So um, yeah, it's inc- incredible. Well, I don't think there's anything um, anybody will deny that the eye is a an incredible piece of um, equipment. I think, if I could use the word for that. And I think the one thing that will come out of what we've been chatting about now on Common Sense is whatever you do, take care of your eyes. Absolutely. And at least problem, pick up your phone, go to your optician can you, and get them checked out straight away. Don't go to your doctor and say, is there anything wrong with my eyes? Because the doctor is not a specialist. He can, right. he can refer you on if you want to and you can wait months. Pick up the phone, talk to your optician is, is the message I'm getting here. Yeah. And they, they can sort you out. And if there is a problem, you, you've then got to a link to a Harley Street practice as well, haven't you, that you can refer to if you need to. That's right, yeah. I mean, yeah. Our, our general advice is that um, people should go and get their eyes examined at least every couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not just because you might not be able to see very clearly, it's to check the health of the eyes. Of course. Um, I always say to people, you'll know, you'll know if you can't see because you'll have your wife, husband, partner, whatever, nudging you, telling you not to sit so close to the telly <laughs> or whatever it is or not to hold yeah. that book so far away. Yeah. So people generally know when their eyes... And their sight isn't very good. 
Um, but a lot of eye disease you don't know about until it's too late. So just for the sake of eye health checks, every couple of years um, is really sensible advice. I think that's probably the best advice we can do. And on that, I think, David, Sammy, thank you very much for coming in this morning. I've enjoyed chatting. Thank you. And uh, hopefully you can come in in a, a short while and let us know how the practice here is getting on. I'd be delighted. Okay. Thank you very much for coming in. Radio